don't be afraid to be you because every person's unique and yeah just let let that whatever it is that you've got let it shine Hey everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In episode 102 of the podcast, I'm delighted to sat down with Travis Wirtz. Travis is a senior UX designer at Wonderman Thompson and a web developer focusing on brands and just making cool digital experiences that people love. One of his works was featured by Apple for top 20 photo apps that has been used in over 10 countries with over 100,000 active users. Also, Travis had unique opportunities to work on projects for clients such as Barack Obama, Facebook, Google, Spike TV, and Universal Music, to name a few. In this episode, we talk about his awesome design lab stories from ground up, how he was able to find his love for design and music, starting out as a designer and his influence for his amazing works that he is putting out there finding that thing that lights your fire and why it is important for your creative health and actionable advice to make sure you keep what you love about your job in front of you at all times and much much more so hopefully you'll enjoy this episode as much as i do and uh, make sure if you haven't already please follow the podcast on apple Podcasts itunes google Podcasts, soundcloud or in your favorite podcasting app so if you haven't already as well please leave a review and that would mean a ton for me and it helps to make sure this podcast will be more discoverable in the podcast ecosystem so that's it guys so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode you're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Yo everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to the another episode of the design live show so i think this is a super special episode i'm super stoked i'm really fun to really dig deeper on the on my guest stories you know grand up stories and all those stuff that that really makes him alive right as a designer as a father you know as a developer as well you know uh he's been making cool stuff uh, especially digital experiences that people love. So I think everyone, especially for Filipino creative professionals out there or Filipino designer out there who wants to really uh, create a digital experience that you know people would love, I think uh, this would be uh, this this would be uh, uh, a a ton of value. You know, hopefully you'll enjoy it. So without further ado, mate, my mate, Travis, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Doing good. Thank, thanks for that introduction. That was uh, that was great. Hopefully, I can live up to some of that. <laughs> yeah, How are you doing, man? Yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, can't complain. So it it's been a it's been a while. So since we've talked, I, I think uh, yeah. I think uh, a year or I don't know. So uh, yeah, you've some, been my senior. Like yeah, you're you've oh. been my UI UX senior designer Whatever, at Dilate. So shout out to uh, to uh to Baudi who's been a yeah. guest as well. Hey Bode. 
it's really yeah. great. <laughs> That's a really great episode, and you know, I get a lot of value from that. So, you have oh, made yeah. uh, just to give some context, right? So, for everyone who are listening right now, and you know, uh, uh, I want to learn for those who haven't heard about your works and what you do. Who is Travis? Great question, man. Um, hopefully, I don't go off on this for for too long. Um, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I got all day, man. I, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess where do where do I start? Um, uh, I think you're you're asking me like earlier how how did I find myself in this um, this designer world and design career and stuff? Um, but before I even go there, let's just uh, I guess go back. Um, I or start first of all. I, I'm a UI UX designer. That's what I do for a living. That's how I put food on the table. Um, I've been doing that for gosh like seems like forever now um i was trying to add it up like the other day and it's almost embarrassing for me to say like when people ask me how long i've been doing this but like it's been a long time i'm almost i'm almost going to be 40 years old this year or in a couple months and i started in my career when i was about 18 or 19 i think that's the first time i got paid to do something in this space and so that's over 20 years I've been doing this, which is just crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I but let's let's back up. Um, I'm originally from Texas. If you haven't told yet from my accent, uh, I I'm currently living in Australia. I am a dad. Uh, I am a loving partner. I think most days. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully she agrees with that. Um, <laughs> and I've got three beautiful daughters. I live in uh, Perth, Western Australia. Um, and I've been here for about five years, I guess, um, maybe six. And yeah, um, I, I guess I'm a, 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 a newly an immigrant. Um, yeah. And um, but, but, uh, before I got here, um, I, I ran my own business uh, for about I don't know, like I said, almost 20 years um, mm -hmm. in the web development design kind of space. Um, started a little agency when I was, like I said, 18. Um, and yeah, just had a great time um, doing it. And I'm just lucky to, to have this. Yeah, I, I guess I really I've just been really lucky to be able to do what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. I, I, I'm, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. I just want to highlight, mate. So I think we will talk about it uh, offline uh, before we're recording it. Like you, like what yeah. you, you know, those opportunities before, right? So like uh, you, you, you've worked with uh, with some clients such as Barack Obama, Facebook, Google, right? Yeah. So I just want to yeah. learn more how you know uh, what's your happen? you know what's yeah what's <laughs> how does it happen and. What, what what's your thinking of you know on that timeline when you when you're working with these great uh, uh, companies and organizations, great people, individuals? Yeah. How did I get there? Um, and that, that's a really really great question. And most of the time, my answer is I don't know, man. I just got really freaking lucky. <laughs> um, yeah. And and I and, and and I ask myself that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and and really, I think my answer is to just love what you do um, and don't ever forget to love it. And 
and and really like one of the one of the things that i love about your show jay is like that it's like about creating that life and designing your life the way that you want to and um and, and i think like if you unpack that really what it's all about is just um making sure that you're following your own drive and what you enjoy doing like do that um so, so i can talk a little bit about those those projects and, and i'll get there um but maybe i should back up even to the beginning like my childhood how how i was raised how i was taught to think mm-hmm. um so back when i was a kid i was raised by a bunch of uh well i was raised by my parents obviously and they mm-hmm. um were artists um they they traveled around and they sold their art. They sold their craft. Um, and they actually still do to this day. Um, but they, I guess, they, they were like, they sold these like floral crafts. And I, I don't, and I love that they gave me that childhood. Um, because I, they would take us, all, all of us kids, with them. And every weekend we would go to these like trade shows and these art shows and stuff. And they would take the things that they had made during the weekend and sell them. And my mom, she spent so much of her life just pursuing what she wanted to make, what she was excited to make. And, and back then it was like she'd made these like floral arrangements and stuff. And, and she just kept trying to push herself and make the next best like floral arrangement and figure out what was cool, what was even cooler than that last thing that she made. Mm-hmm. And then take that every weekend and try to sell it to people. And then she would like learn what they liked, what they didn't like. And my dad, he he supported her in that, and he um, he helped, and they kept like evolving their craft and stuff. But it was really cool as a kid to like just to get to be around all these artists um, and and really designers who design their products, um, and just be around them every weekend. Like uh, I'll never forget, like um, it just seemed like every other weekend I was hanging out with some other. Um, artist like a painter or a blacksmith who was i don't know working with some iron and stuff or, or like a potter or um or painters mm-hmm. or uh people that made like food was their passion but i was just surrounded by all these people with these passions and they learned to survive off of their passion right and yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't just have some like gig that they were just going to to make money they literally had to Uh, get up every day and be excited about what they were doing and then bring that to people. And that's what I was raised around up until I was about, gosh, uh, 15, 16 years old, um, or actually even past that. My parents are still doing it today, but that's just like what I remember the most. And, and so then when it, I guess, became my turn to start providing for myself in my adulthood, I had all that instilled in me. And I never thought, like, um, I don't know, I'm going to go and get this job and play this role, and therefore I can make money. I thought, um, what can I produce myself and then sell? And what am I passionate about? And what am I excited about? Um, And I I guess, yeah, like, that's that's where, where I started. And so for me growing up as a kid, I, I love video games, love movies, I loved uh, computers. Um, and I was constantly on them. And so what I could make and give back to the world 
with these digital things, websites, graphics, um, uh, posters and stuff for my friends or, uh, um, you know, little things for small businesses and startups and stuff that I was exposed to. Um, I would just start making stuff and I was able to sell it. And, and then, um, yeah, I went to uni and continued to study it. I wanted to go to like art school, but my parents thought, no, you need to learn um, all this computer science stuff. You need to learn the technical side of it. You can't just be around, mm-hmm. sit around and be a painter all day. You're never going to make it in life. <laughs> <laughs> and we cannot let you do that, even though that's totally what I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, so I, I did that. I learned, um, I guess, the more technical side of the craft. Um, but even even in like uni, like um, I was doing this stuff because I was excited about it. I didn't necessarily need to go to um, university to be excited about it. Like I was just mm-hmm. doing it at home. You know, I wanted to learn how to make the coolest thing because I saw someone else do yeah. it. Or um, mm-hmm. I wanted to do, figure out how to do this new little trick on a website. Um, I, I remember when I was uh, like, I'm super into music. Um, and some of the first jobs that I got, um, were for all the local bands and stuff that were um, playing um, at you know events and stuff, and I would just like go up to them and be like, "Hey, um, I make websites. Uh, I'll make you a website for free, just because I'm so excited to try and make it and share it with the world mm-hmm. uh, and share it with you and and, and kind of get this thing going." And and I would just I, would, I took the opportunity as much as possible to kind of pitch myself to people, just because I was so excited to do that um and and share kind of my little thing you know my my talent and that that grew and that grew um but every time i would try to push myself for myself not for anyone else Mm -hmm. there was you know it was it was about my own self-learning and Mm self-drive um and I, i know i'm taking a long time to get around to your original question um but it was that iterative, uh, I guess, uh, approach and passion of mine to keep pushing myself into the direction that I wanted to pursue that eventually led me to work on those projects like that. Um, so how did I specifically get to those? Well, like I um, I, um, and interrupt me at any time, man, if you need to redirect me. No attention a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm extremely listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I was like working for, um, so when I was right after uni, mm-hmm. I decided I would just jump in the back of like a, uh, an, a, a van with a band and start traveling. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that just sounded like the coolest thing in the world to me, like uh, ultimate freedom. You know, I'm out of the house. I'm not living with You're mom single. and dad. Right. <laughs> I'm single and I can just go <laughs> off and do my thing. Uh-huh. And, and I can go see a part of the world that I've never seen before yes, gotcha. and, and have fun. And, I, and along the way, while I was out there, I'd try to figure out how to survive because I didn't play an instrument, <laughs> but I wanted mm-hmm. to go travel and be around music and stuff. Um, and so what I would do is, you know, like I've said, like I'd sell my services. Uh, and one of the one of the roles that I could play was I could do the merchandise and I could make the website and I could stand behind the little counter and while the band was playing and then sell their CDs and T-shirts and whatever. And um, so my job really was to market that band. 
was to get, you know, to make sure that we had enough money to get to the next show. Yeah. Uh, that was my job. And well, if you're selling merchandise, what do you need? You need customers. And mm-hmm. I, uh, this was this is a long time ago, but I, I I came up with this idea. What if what if um, and and this was before social media and stuff was really uh, what it is today. Um, I can't remember what year it is off the top of my head, but let's say two thousand seven ish. Um, but I came up with this idea. Well, people love to take photos with their um, with the band that they like, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, what if I could make um, this photo, a photo booth that I could take on the road with me and I could set it up next to my, um, my little band stand. And then the band could say, Hey, after the show, if you'd like a photo with so-and-so and so-and-so come over to the merchandise table and we'll take a photo. And that idea was wildly successful. Like overnight, it was like we had, um, you know, a couple people standing around our little booth to a line out the back. And, and it was just that little photo booth. And I was like, well, um, sorry, I'm jumping the gun. I had to figure out how to make a photo booth. We didn't have the money to buy one. We didn't have the software. We didn't have the knowledge. We didn't know what in the world we were going to do, but it just sounded like a good idea. So we, so I strung together all these parts. Um, I, I started using the, the, like the web skills that I had at that time, the programming skills I had to kind of produce this really crappy photo booth. Um, and I, I shouldn't call it crappy because it was, it was, um, it did the job. I think back then it's, you know, it's amazing. You know, you know the, all <laughs> yeah. the, all those, you know, shiny elements that I, we can see right now. So I think, you know, it's the, it's the old passion way of designing website. Now, if, if yeah. you're, you know, if you're kind of like a, like a classic guy, you know, something, I think you'll appreciate it. Right. Yeah, it's like I had to produce this thing mm-hmm. myself with what I had around me. Um, and But because I did that, it was successful, um, word got out. Hey, Travis made this thing for this band. Mm-hmm. And some other people that I was, uh, I, I guess, that were kind of um, around me at the time, I was this, um, this new company had just started up called Smile Booth. And Smile Booth was a, another photo booth company um, that was trying to do things similarly. And they said, hey, we know Travis. Um, he was excited to talk about this um, photo booth that he made for the band. And I heard some things were happening there. Maybe we should see what he thinks about, you know, how do we take this to the next level? Um, and then I was like, okay, well, sure. Yeah, I'd love to work with you guys. And maybe we can do some stuff. And anyway, uh, to make a long story short, um, we, we just kept iterating on that same idea and, uh, that photo booth became wild, even more wildly successful. And, um, and we started working on how do we make that photo booth? Um, how do we make it so that it can be at large events? How do we make it so that we can get a thousand people there through it, through it in a night? Um, and that idea just caught off like wildfire, man. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, and there was people like like you just said, Barack Obama was uh, wanted to have that booth wow. travel with him mm-hmm. during his campaign. Uh, Facebook, the, the, some some folks from Facebook were wanting it at their weddings. Google uh, and, and the list; those are the ones that I can remember. <laughs> uh, 
the list goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> um, and I guess what I'm saying is I would have never got that opportunity to do that job had I not expressed just some desire mm-hmm. to make something cool. Like I didn't go into making that photo booth for the band um, in order to get that job with that company. I didn't think that would happen. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have possibly seen, mm-hmm. seen that. But it's just like following whatever makes you excited and uh, that will lead to things like that. Um, yeah, it's just following your 100%. passion. Like that sounds cliche, right? Yeah, it's so cliche, but you know, I think we're we're not going to talk about if it's not the truth, right? Uh, And I've also, you know, uh, some people, you know, also, you know, I've talked about this a lot as well, and some people kind of, kind of find it really cliche, but it's you know, it's 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 the thing, right? It's I think it's really important, right? And the one thing. Travis, with you know, with this tremendous growth that you you know that you've done, you know, and you know, and all of this great stuff that you did, and uh, uh, and hearing your stories from from ground up, and I think one of the key things that I've you know, that I've take note is here that you know wh- what you've mentioned is finding that thing that really lights your fire, right? Exactly. You know, that's one thing that you want to keep doing. Want to keep iterating. Want to keep, uh, you know, uh, that makes you excited every day. Exactly. Right. And I, I, I think it's really important, right? You mentioned it's really important for creative health, and uh, I think a lot of people, uh, especially now, right? So, in in instant gratifications era, right? So there's a lot of instant gratifications right now, and. And we we uh, even me before I I feel like I have a shiny you know, shiny object syndrome that, you know, go into yep. the next one, you know, try to, try to uh, jump on another one. And, uh, and it, it's kind of affect as well how you, your creative health, right? Totally. And, uh, yeah, with, 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 uh, with that being said, mate, how do you know uh, if someone's really, you know, probably, uh, probably this shiny object syndrome that, uh, that really uh, that really affecting uh, his or her creative confidence or creative health right now. W- what's your best practical advice? Uh, uh, you know, uh, so, talking about those growth that we mentioned. You know, those experiences that we mentioned. So, so what you're saying is, how, what would I say to someone who's maybe mm-hmm. stuck in the stuck in the rut of just being satisfied? Yeah, um, with, with their Pretty shiny much. things, uh-huh. <laughs> and and not growing maybe or or, or putting in the because because they're satisfied so they're not like growing past that. You know, yeah, it's like like you're in the stagnant position, something like that, and yeah. you know, trying to yeah. and really they're, figure they're out. Content. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a that's that's a really good question because like it, for whatever reason that that person's like. Or maybe on the surface they're happy, uh-huh. um, because they're happy with the, the things that they've got. But probably, I think what what you're what you're hinting at is that underneath that they're just not they're not satisfied with. Um, maybe they're not growing, and, and that kind of bothers them. Um, I would say, um, 
put try as much as possible to put those things away and make yourself hungry. Um, and, and and I don't mean that in a literal sense. I, I don't mean that in like you know starve yourself. I mean um, like uh, starve yourself of whatever it is that's taking away from your attention and, and taking away um, from you applying your attention where you should. Uh, and, and I've actually just been recently learning this again myself for like a million times. It's like I always I, it's, I go in these peaks and troughs and I. Um, I find myself sometimes stagnant creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, recently, I, I've challenged my own self. Like for me, um, I can very quickly turn on my devices or whatever and just start scrolling um, social media and, and following other designers, following other artists, whatever, and just being content and just observing their work. Like as if it's almost just like watching it is enough. And then, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not giving back at all, or I'm not contributing, and I'm not growing because I'm just um, consuming. And so, for me, I, I had to um, consciously decide to to throttle that down, to starve myself of that a little bit, and um, promise myself that I would start being creative and and follow my own personal, um, yeah stuff that I was into and, and just trying to, to create rather than consume. Um, and I've found that to be uh, really, really rewarding um, lately. Like, um, I, I don't know if, if, if you know this or not, but like um, every week now, I, I try to give myself a little creative goal. Um, and yeah. this is outside mm-hmm. of my work, right? And this is really important to me. Like this is probably something that I would love to communicate the most. Make sure that you've got stuff that you're doing, not just for your work, not just for your clients, not just for, um, you know, your company or your side hustle or whatever. Also make sure that you're taking care of your own personal creative self. And mm-hmm. for me, I'd been neglecting that for a very long time. I was just thinking, okay, I could just show up at my creative job and do my creative thing and that's enough. But it really wasn't. Um, and for a long time, I couldn't figure out what, uh, why that wasn't enough, why, why, why I'd, I'd kind of plateaued um, and just got, I guess, content just doing my job and not really growing, just kind of being. And I think for me, it was that I wasn't like reconnecting with um, what I personally loved doing. And once I kind of started reconnect, and I started trying to reconnect with that that thing about, gosh, I don't know, maybe a year ago. And and I've found that the more like the more consistently, just try and produce things for no other reason than just pursuing my own creative thing. Like for me, it's drawing and sketching and making music posters. That's what I just freaking love. The more I do that the happier and more fulfilled I am in all facets of my life, not just my creative professional life, but like I'm happier at home. Mm-hmm. I'm happier with myself. I'm more engaged with life. Um, it, it's like, I don't know. It's like this creative bug. Do, do you feel that? Do you like have this, this creative itch? Like you must always be creating. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I'm connecting with that. I think, uh, 
everyone has it probably right and somehow it, it's it's it, it, for some reason maybe because of you know because of need or you know or in in terms of surviving some 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 people uh just uh, just uh, you know ditch it or or forget it right yeah. and yeah yeah i feel you mate with with, with the creative bug are you saying that like uh you know uh uh i have to you know create more like like what you said to create more than you consume right yes yeah i, I think so and like i don't know for me it was just like i was spending so much time consuming uh-huh. and 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 i i guess gosh like the, the the new screen time features have come out right where it tells you how much time you've been on uh different <laughs> apps and stuff and that was just like oh shit man <laughs> i really need to like get this in check because you know i was realizing okay i'm spending two to three hours on this thing a day and i've done nothing with that time and how just yeah, sad is that first of all like the 18 year old self would have just kicked myself in the ass like what are you doing um spending this time <laughs> doing this stuff man like this is stupid and and i get that sometimes you you know you're looking through things and want to be inspired and stuff and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but just i don't know it's just uh it's just gotten out of hand i think um but yeah yeah 100% mate what what, what and, do you uh, what do you, what, what do you yeah. what do you do to like to answer your like if you were going to answer that question what, what are some i don't know tips and tricks that you've got uh yeah i, I don't know as well but you know i think uh, uh, there's you know you you mentioned this creative bug right you know uh, that uh I, that i i need to go beyond myself beyond my works beyond my job right it's this thing that really push me you know kick kick in, kick me on the ass that you know you have to push harder and to really progress when in terms to yep. your uh, personal growth right and professional growth and you know eventually to to having uh, that business having that brand and uh, i think uh it, it's it's you know all all those stuff that you mentioned mate it's really awesome you know i get a lot of a ton of value from there that and one of the things that i've also hi want to highlight you know uh looking at my notes uh while 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 listening to you is the the word reconnecting so i, I realize you know i, I realize in some point we 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 kind of lost or forgot our why right yeah so yep. i think uh it's really important not to really forget that you know you have to have that in in your driver seat right in your backpack in your uh, in your pen or paper you have right now right or totally. in your tablet right so i think it's always should be on 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 you know on on your side and uh, and you you mentioned this as well right sometimes our uh, our career you know your career can you know can make you forget your why so how you know totally. mate how do you just to uh, just to dig deeper about this reconnecting right how how do you you know as a let's say as a as a designer how do you, just get how do you started, reconnect with right? it yeah how do you reconnect with your why how how what what did you do uh, you know to really yeah. overcome those the, those things that really hinder yeah. you to reconnect with your why yeah so um it's a, it's a great question and something that i would 
totally love to talk about because I feel like it's a, it, for me, it's been a massive lesson that I've learned recently. Um, and I guess um, maybe I go back to a bit of my history. Like, uh, so I, I've kind of explained what I was, you know, where my head was at when I was in my early 20s. Then I moved on from there and like um, got super serious and uh, just wanted to, I don't know, establish this really professional career. And I started working for lots of companies uh, and I was on this like quest to like work for the next biggest company and the next biggest company. And I didn't really care what I was doing as long as I was doing something, um, I guess, bigger or that made a little bit more money than the last project. But through that process of doing that, I feel like I was almost selling my soul a little bit, so to speak. Um, I, uh, I just got, oh man, I just got to notice that my headphones might be dying. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I, was, I was just starting to chase the money a little bit. And, and, and you have to do that to survive, right? You've got to put money on the table. There's nothing yeah, wrong 100%. with that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my job and, and what I was doing and where I was putting my mind um, was always there. And it was never like, I never tried to take a break from that. And my purpose, uh, I started to let it become just making money. And, and I sort of let go and I forgot about the younger me who was and why that younger me wanted to be in this job in the first place. Um, and, and I stopped, and I just stopped trying to make cool stuff. You know, I just started trying to get the job done. And I just started to try to get the job done so I could get paid and get the next job. And, mm-hmm. and as a result, um, you know, if you do that for too long, you sort of just start to lose your what, what, what um, made you special in the first place. Um, and so for me, like over the last year, I've really kind of tried to take a step back and just say, hey, like, why did I want to do this job in the first place? What did I find that was so cool? Um, and, and I, like, remember all these stories, you know, that I've just told you about, like, uh, going traveling with bands. Um, I loved, like, all the, the artwork and design that I was around in that sort of world. Um, and, and I was like, okay, well, you know, my, my career today, I'm not making that stuff what happened? Well, how did I get to this place where I, you know, um, where I'm not doing those things I'm excited about? Um, and I was like, well, you know, it's like I just said, it's small choices over time. And eventually you just kind of, uh, you, if you're not careful, you can stop doing what you love. And so I just took this real big step and said, okay, well now I'm going to reintroduce very slowly back into my, uh, life, what I enjoy doing. And so I, I found some time in my schedule to just start drawing for the fun of it. And I would pick like, um, and I've been on this kick lately. Every week I just try to pick another musician and just do a portrait of them just for Super the amazing. sheer, yeah. just, just for the fun, just for the fun of drawing that for no yeah. other reason. I'm not getting paid to do it. Um, I'm just doing it because it's fun. And I can challenge myself and use some colors that I've never used before or some sort of illustration style and, um, and just try to do it. 
And I've found that that just personally challenging myself has relit this fire in me that I cannot put out because I'm just so excited every day to try and create something new. Um, and that, that joy and that excitement has also carried over into my professional life. Um, I, I've realized that, hey, if I'm not enjoying this gig, I need to figure out something in it that I enjoy and do that. I need to bring myself to this thing as much as possible. And if I'm not, maybe I shouldn't be doing this job or maybe I'm not the right person for it. Maybe there's someone else that is more excited about it and they should be doing it. Um, Cause you just got to have that fire. And if you don't, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, it's just, just, yeah it's, it's, you're in the wrong gig. <laughs> it will reflect as well on your work, right? On, on how you approach those work, how you professionally, right? So I think you know, it's, it's really important. Thanks, thank you so much, mate, for you know for sharing that volume bomb. And uh, I, I think you've met, uh, we've talked about this, right? It's 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 easy to said, right? Than done to really love what you do, right? Yeah. And uh, it sounds simple, right? It's it's it sounds simple, you know. Just just do this thing, you know. These steps, step one, step two, step three, and you 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 got your happiness, right? But Uh, yeah. <laughs> in in reality, right? That's the ideal like world, that. right? But in reality, yeah. right? It's 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 a bit harder, right? What what you think about that, mate? What's your perspective to really have that, you know, a positive outlook to really, uh, you know, juggling these things, uh, balancing this, uh, profit profitability while having fun, you know, happiness in in yeah. terms of your work ethics, right? What what's your perspective about that? So yeah, so I mean. The truth is, we've all we've got to make a living, and we've got to you know everybody's got to put food on the table, and everybody's got to have an income, and um, and you know not every job that that comes to you you're gonna love, um, or you may not be all that excited about it, but um, I think, but I think if you take that approach. Um, And and you see this as oh man now I've got to do this, um, and, and you get kind of bummed about it. You just got to flip it. You you got to change your perspective, and 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 change your mindset and your and your energy that you're um, uh, applying to that thing because it, it could be one of the most amazing projects. You're just not looking at it through the right lens um, mm-hmm. because you, you've got to remember it like. Um, So you've produced, let's say, you've produced all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've produced all this stuff, and that's what people know of you, right? And they've seen this stuff, and like, oh man, I really like uh-huh. what that guy's doing. I'm going to go approach him because I want him to do or her to do something like that for me. But let's say that someone comes to you, and and it's not quite the project that you thought it would be. Um, maybe it's not like quite your your style or um, I don't know, maybe it's a company that you're not all that excited about working for. But remember that they came to you for a reason because they wanted you to put your spin on what they're doing or whatever. They, 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 purpose, they purposely chose you. And 100%. Mm-hmm. you need to bring your, uh, I guess, uniqueness to that thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they see something maybe that you don't. Um, and, and yeah, it's all about collaboration, trying to figure out 
what you yeah what you could do together because it could be something special even though on the surface it may not look like that you know from the outside it it could be you never know um i think some of the the, the more challenging jobs um, are probably some of the ones that are the most rewarding in the end it's just it might take a little bit more work to get it there and get it to a spot that you're you feel i don't know creatively excited about does that make yeah, sense percent yeah, it makes sense. It really makes sense. And uh, I just want to add about, you know, uh, uh, really, Eric, uh, 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 we we try to really forget about this, especially uh, in, in the, you know, in, for, for me, in, in my own perspective, in my area, right? So pretty much we, we try to really, like, uh, survive, not to thrive, right? So, and, uh, yeah. and I think, uh, like what Travis said, so you have to really, change the narrative a little bit right if you uh, when i'm you know here's the uh, pretty much a simple example when i'm get just getting started i want to to have you know i want to speak out express what i want to really express in within terms to speaking so i find uh i find i find one person who are willing to you know willing to talk uh willing to listen to me right and uh, yeah. uh even though i'm not that confident enough to talk right so and then i try to really change my my narrative like uh, when i'm when i'm scared to talk i try to change that feeling into excitement or you know i'm yeah, you exactly. know uh, uh let's say for example hey i'm afraid on doing this or pro even though they approach me right in this kind of big project or uh, right so i'm afraid of doing this I'm, I'm not sure if i'm the right person so kind of just go back on the backstage and then try to you know try to talk to yourself you know it's it's cringy right it's kind of yeah, cheesy totally man. it's awkward <laughs> it's like so yeah, oh, what i'm doing right now right so i i, I try to talk uh, with myself you know jay uh, instead of having that fear you probably need to change that into excitement and then it works right until you know i got more people to talk right i got more uh more you know a groove or you know it, it turns yeah. out that they they want to hear my side they want to hear my totally. perspective and and i realized you know while talking to you travis you know uh, there's a lot of things that i realized that that really you know all of those small uh bites you know bits of uh steps right it's really adds up it all adds up on on your success on your career path right and especially on your happiness right so that's the most important part totally I, I yeah agree. yeah that, that i think that's what i've been trying to say probably overall the most is like connect with whatever it is that makes you happy and do that like <laughs> times a million and if you can <laughs> like if you can if you're lucky enough to figure out what that is then just do that um, yes and, and i up, promise right? you yeah, yeah i promise you it may 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 suck in the beginning but it will um it will pay like dividends in the end because people just feel that you know like if, if you're doing something with passion and, and excitement and stuff you bring that every day like you can't turn that away and people want to work with people that are, you know, lit up and ready to go, and um, yeah, yeah, that have that fire. It's just, it's, it's contagious. And then again, I know that's so cliche, but it's just, it's so true.
Yes, hundred percent. It 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 you know every time I hear that it's like a refreshing you know word and thoughts, right? So thank you so much, mate, for sharing that. And uh, man, yeah, I, I just want to really sh- uh, I I just want to shift a little bit, shift gear a little bit, okay. and uh, with this you know tremendous growth with this uh, amazing works you put out there right and you know uh, i love how you how you you know communicate as well how you do your stuff you know uh, you've handled me before right at dilate so i it's really you know I, I, you're one of my idols you know you're one of my those people i follow because of how you do things you know uh, just you know just to give context for for everyone who wants to who are listening right now you know uh, uh, i uh, as a human being right so you know mm-hmm. let's let's just put aside uh, your those job title what's your what's what's the biggest struggle you know uh, that you've been through and how do you overcome it i, I think my biggest struggle is um, is i I'm I'm not like even though what I've said sounds like you know I'm I'm just uh, super excited passionate about what I'm doing. Um, it might sound like I just jump up and do that every day. Um, that I just wake out of bed, roll out of bed, and I'm like, hey, this is you know I'm ready to go, and um, um, I'm just super excited. That's not the reality, and and I, I find you know motivation sometimes can be tricky. Um, so you have all these great ambitions, mm-hmm. stuff you want to do, but at the same time, you know, we've all got lives, we've got things that are, that get in the way of that. Um, you know, or we're just, you know, we're not feeling it today or we're, we're a little bit lazy mm-hmm. or, uh, or whatever is on Netflix seems a little bit more appealing right now. Um, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like, or, or, or none of that. And you just don't feel like it. And you're just kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? I'm slacking today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. And yeah. And, and I guess there was one thing that uh, I've I, I heard recently, and it was on some random YouTube video about a, from a dude that wants to be a, a cartoonist. And I wish I knew this guy's name because I totally plug him right now because he deserves it. Um, because he told me one of the simplest things in his video that has helped me deal with my own you know human struggles of trying to stay motivated um and what he told me that worked um and and i use this in you know in in the stuff that i'm passionate about my personal stuff as well as uh, my professional stuff um he said you know i'm a lazy person (laughs) you know i'm just that way accept that (laughs) accept it but then work around it and hack your own brain um and hack your hack your um your your routines and so what he did to hack his routine, like he wanted to be a cartoonist. And so he was like, okay, well, what is, you know, what is the least amount of work that a cartoonist can do every day to say that they have done their job? Like the least amount, the smallest little thing that he could possibly do. And for him, the smallest unit of work was drawing one line on a piece of paper. He worked that out. He was like, if, if I technically take, picked up a pen and drew one little line on a piece of paper, you know, I've, I've draw, drawn today. Clever. Uh, <laughs> right right so yeah. so he was like okay that's 100%. it so then therefore i'm gonna promise myself that i'm at least gonna do that every day no matter what no matter how lazy i am i'm gonna draw one line 
And after he drew that line, he would give himself permission to go and do whatever he wanted, else he wanted to do, whether it was play video games, watch Netflix, do whatever. Um, he, he was off the hook as long as he drew that one line. But what he found was that uh, by making that promise to himself and then every day getting out and drawing that one line on the paper, he noticed that when he got to the paper, got this pen in his hand and started drawing, he'd draw two lines and then he'd draw three lines because he was already there and it, and it just started mm -hmm. to happen and he was flowing, but it was just getting over that hurdle, that initial like thing, that mind wall that we have. Um, like we're like, Oh, we put things off because we think in our minds, like, Oh, well, I need a good four or five hours in order to do that properly. And then therefore we put it off for tomorrow. But he found that if he just mm -hmm. promised himself to just do one little thing, he'd start into that one little thing, and then he'd end up spending four or five hours on it unknowingly every day. Does that make sense? Like he was he was hacking the way he was thinking. Yeah, hundred percent. I um, think uh, you know it's really it's really kind of uh, re uh, reshaping you know how he he does or probably how everyone doing like you know uh he tr he tried to really uh really reconnect with with himself and and yeah. find figure out you know go figure what what you're trying to what what you need to do at this moment you know and it, yeah. i think it's kind of connecting connecting mate with one of the principles i've learned as well talking with a lots of uh creatives you know designers with with it time within terms i don't know if you've heard the principle in time learning mate you know uh, it's like uh, you don't need to overwhelm yourself you know you don't need to uh, you didn't need to learn all this stuff uh, at one sitting right you could just yeah. learn what you need at that moment you know pretty yeah. similar similar to what you you know that story you've mentioned and i think that's super practical and and it also uh, giving you a boost on, you know, not, you know, not for not pushing yourself too much at the same time. You know, it, it, I think yeah. we we have we need to revisit as well. Uh, the, you know, you have to choose. Uh, do you want burnout or slow burn? I think. Yeah, exactly. What what, what he did is slow burn, right? So slow he just, burn. Yeah, slow. He he just you know uh, probably push what push for for everyone who do exercise out there right you could you could push up one <laughs> or 10 10 times a day right and yeah. probably you'll 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 have uh, a body like the rock or something <laughs> right at the end of the year right it's true yeah yeah it's like um you know it's like that story that we were told as kids about the the turtle and the and the, the rabbit as cliche as that is like the the turtle ends up winning the race and um uh and, I, and i've totally found that to be true in my own life like um the stuff that i do consistently over a long period of time i end up producing more of it um and probably a better quality and stuff than the stuff that i try to just you know do lots and lots and lots of it um yeah, because I've totally been there in my career before. Like, we all hate burnout, right? And you just put so much stuff on yourself and you end up accomplishing none of it because you're just so overwhelmed with all of it. And it's just, you just got to give yourself that permission to, like, 
be okay with doing the least amount, um, but just do it consistently. And you'll find that over time, you just keep building on it and building on it and building on it. And before you know it, you've finished the whole task. And, and, and it will feel like, you know, it just happened overnight. But yeah, it, it doesn't. It takes dedication and um, yeah, consistency and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's super powerful, mate. Thank you so much for sharing that. I hope that's Yeah, I wrote a ton, uh, you know, when, when I'm listening to you. So yeah, hopefully everyone who are listening right now, although you could, you know, you could just <laughs> replay this episode, right? But, you know, uh, I really, I really recommend to really, you know, uh, to really listen at, at the same time, take notes, what you want to take notes and try to, you know, try to, uh how how do you call this how try to uh, apply it you know incorporate it in within terms to your processes you know within terms to if you're rebuilding right especially uh especially in this uh top times in we we call pandemic right so if you're rebuilding habits right now i think what travis has mentioned is really you know really powerful and uh, hopefully you'll you know you'll it all adds up on your Uh, you know, it will add up on your arsenal in the future, right? So, mate, thank you so much for sharing all those stories. You know, all those, uh, you know, uh, value bomb. I think I call it value bomb because there's a lot of uh, meat on potatoes <laughs> on on how you, you know from from ground ups from your ground up story and now you know uh, telling uh, you know telling all your ex perspective. You know, it it's really you know for for me it's an it's beyond. I'm beyond grateful to really talk to you at the same time, uh, learn more about uh, about how you see the world, right, and how, and your own perspective as well with the terms to being a designer or, you know, as a human being as well, right? So, mate, you know, uh, before we wrap up this show, uh, I just want to learn more. Uh, if Do you have any, like, uh, I don't know, uh, any book recommendations or uh for anyone who are listening right now or who wants to get started with within terms to you know probably you uh, design or being a designer what's your books recommendations out there um I, yeah I, i'm not i'm not a huge reader to be honest with you um mm -hmm. uh but if i if i had to i guess the last book that i read was um written by uh, an artist that i really admire um andy warhol Um, but I guess, not that I want to recommend that book, I just want to say, like, um, I don't know, follow the people that, that you, yeah, admire it and, um, yeah, uh, as love their work and stuff, just find those people, find those influences in your life, whoever that is, um, and, yeah, try to learn from as many of them as possible. Uh, gosh, I wish I had, like, a a book in my backhand right now to just say you need to read this book and this is the one that's just i'm not that guy i don't, I don't I, <laughs> yeah I don't yeah that, that's cool no worries yeah uh we will probably add that on a show note so it, it just you know i just want to uh uh just think that if you have any I, I know one. listen, listen yeah. to listen, listen to jay's podcast <laughs> and i promise you it will uh yeah light your fire Yeah, thanks, thanks, mate. So listen to uh, to this episode for sure. You'll you'll get a ton of value. So yeah, mate. Thank you so much. Right. So again, and uh, 
uh, I, I've, I've sent your, you know, your shop. So have you, have you sending, uh, have you uh, try trying like NFT? They call it NFT. Have you heard that before? I have. Do you, do you do that I, now? <laughs> do you do the NFT of portraits? I don't, I, I don't know that I do, I, I do it, but um, I've tried one. Um, and yeah, it, it, was, it was just kind of cool. What, what, what do you think about this whole NFT thing? Do you think it's a, a thing? Do you think it's sticking? <laughs> I I it I think for me it's uh, uh it's kind of give you know uh, when, when I just heard her uh first heard it like uh like everyone you know like like would everyone think would be think like I'm it's a, like a bubble right so, or or yeah. uh, but when when I when I see see few articles you know few videos about it explaining Uh, how 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 it works right it's kind of it's kind of for for me in my personal opinion it's kind of sticking <laughs> in in, yeah. in my in my head you know and uh yeah. whenever i i i see port you know artworks you know i, I kind of ask someone who are you, are you doing nft you know just, just trying to to get your perspective about it right yeah. so uh, but, you know, I, I guess, yeah. fair, to be fair, uh, you know, I'm not professional about it. You know, uh, I'm, have I'm you, just. Have, do you, have you uh, done I'm an still, NFT yet? Not yet, mate. So uh, yeah. it's it's kind of uh, before. I, it's kind of complicated to really dive in. Right? Yeah, it, is. So, it took me a little while to figure it out, and I still don't even know how to figure it out, man. I just yeah. I joined a website, went through the process, and then picked a piece of artwork and put it on there, um, just because. Uh -huh. I, I think the idea is cool in and of mm -hmm. itself. Um, and it, it's, it's a really interesting topic because yeah. like, I think, the, yeah, like you said, a lot of people are talking about it like it's a bubble. And, and, and can, I, can you I, share your I, perspective about that, Mate? Or if yeah, anyone who, yeah. you know, probably want to uh, dive so, in into this or try it, you know, totally. So lay, like in layman's term. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, I think the internet in general has a problem. Um, uh -huh. and, it, and it's a copyright copy kind of problem like it's so easy to rip mm -hmm. off artwork these days and, and i don't know that gotcha. this directly directly addresses this issue or not but um it's i think it's kind of related so like that you've got that problem then you've also got the problem that like no one really owns all these digital assets that are that are mm -hmm. created right like Mm -hmm. There's no real idea of ownership of it because we're just putting it all on the web and it's sort of up, up, up for grabs at that point. Um, and so it's really hard to control, I guess, the ownership of it. And so I think that the technology itself, um, the idea that you could buy the rights to this thing and the rights to so many copies of it is a really interesting one. And I think is one that we should um, explore more um and i think it's something that yeah we should try to figure out how to embed it in all of the different services and platforms that we use and, and i think that's what's going to happen i think it's a like a maybe one of the first contenders in this space to like actually solve this ownership digital ownership issue um now at this stage it's a very um I don't know, it's early days in the technology. So I think a lot of people are still trying to figure out how to use it uh, and what it means. Um, but I, th I think maybe over the next, I don't know how long, years, 
you might see it mm-hmm. turn into something else, right? It's like it's like with any technology. Like when it first comes out, people think it's supposed to be used for this one thing, but then mm-hmm. it turns yeah. out being a completely different thing. They just didn't see it quite right yet. I think it might be yeah. in that that area. And and it's interesting because like when technology usually first comes out, it's always like the, for some weird reason, it's always the artists mm-hmm. and the creators and the creative people who all latch onto it. And they're all just trying to figure out how to use it, right? And what they can do with it. And that's usually a cue for you to know that, hey, this might be something. You know, it's it's not something right now. Yeah, 100%. But it will be. Yeah. yeah. After hearing those words from you, mate, I think I want to hop in. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming from your, your experience, right? So knowing your experience, you know, 20 plus years in the industry, I think, you know, it's, it's always a good thing to really... Uh, Uh, to really get some advice from 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 uh, from someone who has bird's eye view in a sense, right? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't, maybe it's that. I hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Speaking of you know, speaking of portraits, mate. So uh, before we end of this ro- this uh, the show, what, what's you know uh, uh, where they can find your works? You know where, where they can reach you out if they have any yeah. questions, like like nf and uh, uh, nft like so and nft by the way guys it's non-fungible token right so it's like non uh you cannot copy this one something like that so you will if someone owns it right so a digital asset no one would you know no one would uh would uh plagiarize it so is that that oh, makes or sense if they do make? you can yeah, yeah that's it or <laughs> gotcha. or if they do you can prove that you own it yeah 100 That that's gotcha. kind of where the the rubber meets the road. Yeah, yeah, um, mate. Thank you so much, mate. So, what what's the best links that they could reach you out, mate? Um, so I guess my my personal website is just Travis Work. So it's just T R A V I S dot W O R K. Um, and yeah, and then I've got you know social accounts under my name, um, just Travis Wirtz. Yeah, and I can send you the send you those so you can put them in the notes and stuff. But yeah, I'm happy to connect if anybody yeah wants to reach out, just say hey and. Yeah, just don't questions? spam Travis, guys. <laughs> so, so yeah, mate, thank you so much. So, uh, you 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 are working, mate, with Wonderman Thompson, right, in Perth. So, yeah. uh, so Thompson. you you mentioned your picks in capitalism. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm I'm a well, little bit con uh, intrigued. How how do you? Yeah. So that that slogan was actually the slogan or. I hate to even call things slogans, but um, I, I joined before I started working for Wonderman Thompson. I actually joined another company here um, in Perth called Meerkats. And uh, right when I and I was like super excited to join Meerkats, just love the company, love what they stood for, and one of, and their their slogan, um, or their, I guess their ambi- I shouldn't call it slogan their ambition and purpose and drive, like what got them out of the bed in the morning was they wanted to fix everything that was wrong with capitalism. And I haven't had a whole, you know, huge conversation with them about what all that means. But for me, it means, you know, um, trying to support causes and stuff that like, uh, that we can get behind, um, that we can get behind as human beings. Like there's so much of capitalism that has just destroyed, I don't know, society today. And there's so much selfishness and everyone's just in it for the wrong reasons. And and these guys, Meerkats, and, and I should say Wonderman Thompson as well, because Wonderman Thompson ended up buying Meerkats, but they bought Meerkats, or 
not bought, merged. I'm not the guy to ask about mm-hmm. all these. <laughs> they merged <laughs> or whatever, became one and the same. But Wonderman Thompson, um, I guess, uh, was interested in meerkats because of that, um, because of their, their purpose and their mission. Yeah, to just, I guess, that's interesting. Make, make, yeah. make the world a better mm-hmm. place rather than be in it just to make you know money and yeah, yeah and, and, and stroke our own egos and stuff. Dude. Yeah. They're, they're a really good group of people. They, mm-hmm. they try to, their best from what I can tell to get involved in projects that, you know, that they can be proud of and that they know that when they leave this world, they've tried their best to make it just a little bit better of a place. And yeah, hundred percent. And I've been, mm-hmm. and I've been there for about a year now and I can honestly say like these folks are doing that. Like they choose the projects that they know that they can stand behind and that they know are not making the world any worse. And they really try their best to like get involved in the ones that they know are making it better. Um, yeah. It's just, just freaking awesome to get to work for a company that's super awesome <laughs> yeah amazing amazing place. mate yeah thank you for sharing um, that mate so I, I i got a question from the community sorry i i've i've mentioned uh uh a few times that this is the last question but uh, do, uh is wonderman thompson is hiring right <laughs> do they do they accept remote work right or... totally man um, <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very just connect with Travis, very... right, on LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the voice for that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a huge group. Um, they've got offices all over the world, and yeah, I think yeah, they're constantly they have constantly... as well in the Philippines, uh, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, gotcha, 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 mate. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, uh, Travis. Yeah, there hold you on, have it, guys. Travis. Oh. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta ask you some questions, man. Oh man, oh man, <laughs> I, I'm the interviewer here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, what, what's what's next for Jay? I'm gonna put you on the spot. Ah, that, yeah, that's the hardest. You know, that's the hardest question. So it's like the hardest uh, part of the website about us or about page, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's next for me? I think I just keep doing my own, you know, my my stuff, right? So I just uh, keep connecting with with people that I love talking with, right? And to really embrace uncertainty, right? And try to yeah. really uh, try to stand up on, on the on the purpose that I've found, including yeah. this podcast, right? Or the passions that I've found uh, talking with a lot of amazing people like Travis, right? And all the amazing guests that have been in the podcast. So I think that's, that's, that's next for me. So I, I, I don't see any end, right? So it's it's always I, I like uh, I don't see it's any doing. challenges right yeah I don't see any challenges right now I just want to you know I just want to walk as much as I can on this uh, on this long uh, long lasting road that I've you know that I'm seeing that I'm visioning so uh, it's like a it, there's I've I've heard I've I've read this mate so uh, I've read a, a phenomena that is happening it's it's called vivid mind's eye i don't know if that's happening with me right now so i feel like you know i i just want to uh go ahead and walk as much as i can and if if there's some challenges i i can't see it right now uh, and if if i need to crawl right i i'm gonna do it just you know just uh just pay it forward as much as i can right and talk yeah. with the the people that i love yeah. talking with yeah Right on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, did, cool. did I answer your question, mate? Uh, I, I think yeah. so. I, I think what yeah. you said is that. I, 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 um, yeah, I love talking. I, I, you know, this nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah, right on. I'm gonna ask you another question. Sorry if I'm. 
if I'm not, yeah, you don't have to answer these, but I'm just interested. What's, what's your favorite um, design tool these days? Ah, yeah. My favorite design tools. So I I think I've been I've mentioned this for for a quite you know for a lot of times in the podcast as, as well. So I think uh, I I don't feel like I need to compare tools uh, with yeah. each other. So it, it feels like uh, one tools is better than another, right? So and I, I think my answer to that is tools are just tools, right? So I think most designers, especially those people who just getting started, are are kind of kind of leaning into directions of like you know I want these tools you know these shiny tools but at the end of the day for me not realizing about. it's not about that it's about you know overcoming your uh, your your shortcomings or you know, overcoming those struggle uh, those struggles challenges and then you know uh, the build up your skills over time you know just build it up and it doesn't matter what tools you are using right now. So I think it's you know tools are just tools. So that's, doesn't make sense, mate. <laughs> no, that was that was a that was a great yeah, answer. You, you, so. Yeah, you you got me into hot seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was that was good, man. Because um, yeah, I think the I think. How about you, mate? How about you? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I want to well, learn more I, about I, your I, perspective. But <laughs> uh, I think my headphones just down. Um, you there? Yeah, mate. I hear you. My headphones died. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I don't think I could possibly pick a design tool after that answer because you you're spot on. You're right. Um, and I, and I was thinking about um, sometimes the most impressive uh, creative work is the stuff that's done with tools that you wouldn't expect people to use. Um, and uh, yeah, you're right. Totally right. Yeah, I love that, mate. You you've said it better than me. So, yeah, mate. Uh, before we wrap up the show, I I, I mentioned this a lot as as well. So, uh, I, I forgot to an, uh, to ask your question. Uh, a question, right? So, I think this is important. What's your best practical advice for for you know in high level view, right? So, mm-hmm. for anyone who just getting started, who try to really pursue their passion and purpose, what's your best practical advice for them? Oh. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel, I don't want to be repetitive, but I'm going to say the same thing. It's, um, really connect with the things that you, uh, enjoy doing, um, and that you're happy to do and make sure that you are doing those things as much as possible, or at least trying to bring, um, some element of you and your personality into your work. Uh, and it doesn't have to be like the actual work. Sometimes, like I'm not saying you need to go and bring your visual style to this thing because sometimes that may not be possible. Um, but you can still bring like your personality, your flavor, your your thing to the experience of working with you. Like, don't be afraid to be you because every person's unique. And yeah, just let let that whatever it is that you've got, let it shine. I guess, yeah, but, that's well, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Thanks, mate. Thank you so much for that. You know, uh, all of these uh, grand you know, stories, a lot of things that you mentioned, you know, experiences and uh, all of this stuff that really uh, that really connects with me. Uh, hopefully, it will connect as well in the in the local scene here. So again, mate, thank you so much. Uh, so for anyone who are listening right now, 
uh, as Travis mentioned, so you could go to Travis.org. So that's T-R-A-Victory-I-S dot W-O-R-K. So I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I'll just, you know, I'll just add that on the show notes below. Yeah, you could find that on our show notes below. Uh, all of the stuff that we mentioned here, right? Uh, probably the the summary summarized uh, version of the the stuff we uh, we talk with. Uh, we we you know we converse, we we communicate in this podcast episode. You could go scroll down, you know, and uh, just don't scroll down a lot. You know, just scroll down a little bit, and then you will find <laughs> all the. All the links, you know, that you need, uh, especially if you want to connect with w- one of the best, you know, guests that I've been, uh, that I've talked to, uh, Sir Travis here. So, oh, uh, for anyone, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you, uh, everyone, if you haven't already, you could follow the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So, by the way, it's uh, it's available now on Amazon Music, right? So you could. Uh, you could listen on it by Audible as well, and then you could find it as well on SoundCloud. And if you want to learn more about this, you could go to thedesignliveshow.com. That's thedesignliveshow.com, and you know you could learn more about this uh, crazy mission <laughs> that I'm doing. So again, mate, thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you know, the podcast session totally, uh, with yeah. me because I really enjoyed it, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you so much. It was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. Thanks for even inviting me, man. It's good. And that's it. So thank you so much, guys, for listening again to the podcast. And I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristeves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls and you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jcrestevis.com and you can book a call today i don't buy it just let me know guys so the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode and however you support my message uh, how, however small that is uh, more than enough and it means the world to me so thank you so much and see you again next time <laughs>